his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Three oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon. The city of Philadelphia is experiencing unbelievable rioting and looting. As we speak. Now, you know, it's the city of my birth. I still follow what happens in Philadelphia. And one of my best friends, who also happens to be the singularly best talk radio personality in Philadelphia, Dom Giordano, an absolute legend, uh, is going to be with us at uh, 5.05. Our good friend, former Congressman Dave Bratt, will be here at 5.35. And you and I have got a lot that we're going to have to analyze and deal with right out of the gate. Now, there are two big things as far as I'm concerned. And no, I, I, I know the uh, uh, the debate, right? In their Republican Party debate tonight, I, I'd love to tell you that I care. God, I so want to tell you that I care, and I just don't care. I really don't. I know I should. There was a time where, man, if I just oh everything politics, politics I just, I just don't care right now. Particularly since yesterday, Bill O'Reilly was here. And said uh, he had been able to sit down with Tucker Carlson and spend a good hour or more uh, talking about a wide variety of things. And that episode of Tucker Carlson's program over on X, formerly known as Twitter, is going to drop at exactly the same time as the Republican debate. And I don't know about you, I'd rather watch Tucker and Bill than I would... uh, I don't know, whoever is is debating tonight. Is Chris Christie there? Probably. I mean, my understanding is that uh, behind the scenes in the green room, there is an all-you-can-eat buffet, so I'm thinking Christie shows up. But uh, otherwise, I don't know. And that uh, dopey guy from Arkansas, who didn't always used to be dopey. That's the thing, man. He is just, he's gone down the road of dopiness. What's his name? Asa, Asa Hutchinson, right? I mean, he actually used to be a pretty sharp dude, and just for some reason, some way, somehow, he's gone in a different direction. But anyway, uh, I'm not going to be watching that. I'll tune in later, I suppose. But there are two big things we've got to talk about. Yeah, I know everybody's talking about this government shutdown. Here's a shock of shocks. Uh, Republicans are going to be uh, blamed for it. Uh, the regular folks, the usual suspects in the legacy news media ranks are uh, already ramping that up. And uh, we'll talk about it. But I- I've got a slightly different perspective on it, which is going to anger. Well, it'll, you know what? It's going to make everybody angry. So maybe it's a winner. 
Uh, fact of the matter is that if Republicans really want to get some stuff done, no, they shouldn't go along with shutting it down. They should say, we're going to keep it open for the next 45 days. you got 45 days. you got a month and a half to actually put your rear ends into gear, do something that counts. And at the same time, you won't be screwing up our Virginia election. Despite what some have said, oh, there's not going to be any impact, Jeff. Baloney! There's going to be huge impact. Do you understand that Northern Virginia is populated with a huge amount of people who work for the federal government? And not all of them are evil. There are regular folks who go to work. Their employer happens to be the federal government. And if they get screwed over, and that's how they're going to see it, and I I know, I know, they're going to get paid anyway. That's true. Always happens that way. But in the meantime, they won't be getting paid. And in the meantime, regular people who do, in fact, work for the government or work for contractors who work for the government are going to be hurt. And you know who they're going to take it out on? Virginia Republicans. Just so you know. Governor Yunkin the other night was there at a great event, great event. And he said, hey, we got to keep the House and flip the Senate. Keep the House, flip the Senate. Well, I'm here to tell you, if those folks in D.C., and it would be my team, because my team can screw up a one-car parade. I'm just telling you. But if my team decides, well, we're going to shut everything down, okay, well, then you're going to screw Virginia. That's all, and I happen to uh, live here in our uh, beloved Commonwealth, and I love our beloved Commonwealth, and so I don't want you to screw it up. Anyway, I went off on a sidetrack here. Now, the other matter is this. This uh, judgment out of New York against former President Donald Trump. Because, well, you know, why not? Everybody in New York apparently hates Donald Trump at this point. They didn't hate him when he was making all those jobs, but uh, now they hate him, right? So you have a judge in New York who has essentially stripped Donald Trump of control of his properties. That, that is essentially what has happened here. And there seems to be conflicting information. Is Donald Trump able to appeal or is it going to have to uh, uh, come with some sort of origin inside a court system from another judge? Here's what my research has shown me. I've chatted with uh, attorneys throughout the day. My research has shown that, yes, former President Donald Trump will, in fact, be able to appeal. And make no mistake about it, of course, former President Trump is going to appeal. But what is lost in all of this is this idea that having conflicting estimates on things is somehow a criminal activity. I want you to think about, I don't know, eBay. You do anything on eBay? Because unfortunately, Heidi finds me on eBay a lot, which I suppose is better than finding me on Tinder or some crap like that, but no, should find. What, what are you doing? Well, I, yeah, you know, there's this really cool thing, and you know, I, I you know, my money can never, you really can never have too many challenge coins. It's like, oh my gosh, but somebody's assigned a value to it, right? I right, think of something you like. I don't know, baseball cards, shoes, T-shirts, whatever it is. Somebody has assigned a value to it. 
They have analyzed from their perspective how much that particular item is worth. Now you look at it and you think to yourself, wow, I, 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 I like that shirt. But no way I'm paying $50 for a t-shirt. You're out of your flipping mind. And you go away. Somebody else comes along and says, $50? Wow. Last time I saw that t-shirt anywhere, it was 100 bucks. Man, I will take two of them. Different assessments. Different estimates. Happens all the time. Now, let's extrapolate. Let, let's put it out in a, in, a, in a much bigger context, because obviously, we're not talking about former President Trump and a bunch of T-shirts or a challenge coin or a baseball cap or something like that. The judge says, hey, Mar-a-Lago, that's not really worth what, uh, what uh, quote, Trump said on the paperwork. Hmm. Okay. Now, I want you to think about this. Your house, right? Your house and my house, probably not resorts in Palm Beach. And if they are, by all means, I'm available when the weather gets cold. But you have a number of different estimates and assessments of the value of that particular property, do you not? So you get your tax bill. Right? We all hate getting our tax bill, but we all get our tax bill. And it says, okay, here's what we value the land at. Here's what we value the structure at. And then you say, all right, seems okay, or, oh, that's outrageous. I'm going to appeal this. And then you go and get someone to conduct an estimate, to do an analysis, to make an assessment of your property. And then they go into your uh, your planning board or your tax board or whatever it is and they say, hey, you guys screwed up. You you, you said his stuff was worth $100,000. I'm here to tell you it's only worth $78,000 and he wants to be taxed on the appropriate level. What about if you're selling a house? I mean, let that sink in for just a second and we'll we'll deal with it because the case with this judge in New York claiming that former President Trump lied and purged him. It's all false, all false. I'm telling you right now, it's nonsense. And former President Trump, whether you like him or not, we always have to have this disclaimer, right? Because they're people that just, as a, a default, despise Donald Trump. All right. Like him or not, former President Trump over on uh, Truth Social said, everybody needs to be aware at the bottom of all the paperwork, everything related to his business, everything related to uh, loans coming from banks, because that's what the argument is, that he overstated things and that got him a better interest rate for loans from banks. You know what he pointed out? On each of these things, there is a huge disclaimer that says these numbers are our numbers. These estimates are our estimates. These assessments are our assessments. Yours might vary. And to protect yourself, because you're the bank lending millions of dollars, you will need to conduct your own estimates and analyses and assessments. Now, I'm here to tell you, 
if those banks chose not to, isn't that on them as opposed to Trump? I mean, if you do pay $100 for that T-shirt, and then you turn around and somebody says, I got it the other day for 11 bucks. It was in the bargain bin at Walmart. Maybe you should have visited Walmart first. It is 315 Jeff Katz News Radio WRBA. 321 Jeff Katz News Radio WRBA. Wednesday afternoon, we'll check in on the rioting and looting. Man, I, I didn't even realize that it was looting season already. God, you know, here I am. We're just winding up summer. And, uh, yeah, we're well into a looting season. Of course, rioting season is is coming up fast. And up in the uh, city of my birth, Philadelphia, man, oh, you know, fighting for, for justice, striking a blow against the man by stealing iPhones and uh, Lululemons. Are they like organic lemons? Is there a Lululime? I mean, I don't know why you would want all that produce, but, man, they broke the windows and they're just stealing stuff, the rioters and the looters. Anyway, 5.05 this afternoon, my buddy Dom Giordano, who is the absolute king of talk radio in Philadelphia, is going to be with us. Uh, Did you you ever try and sell a home? You ever try and buy a home? You ever ever have any involvement in that? Because you know what happens. The people who are selling the home, are absolutely positively convinced their home is worth one kajillion dollars. And the buyers, they're walking around the home saying, I'll write you a check right now for uh, 47 bucks. Take the keys off your hands. Two very different estimates, don't you think? Happens all the time. How about if you go get a mortgage? You have fallen in love with a home, and by God, you are willing to pay whatever the seller wants. Little detail, though. You don't actually have that much money. So you go to your credit union or your bank, and you say, hey, could I, could I, you know, could you, like, spot me a couple of bucks? They say, well, what what do you need it for? Oh, I'm getting this house. Oh, okay. Well, uh, if you don't mind, uh, please take the next six hours, fill out all this paperwork for your convenience, and then we'll lose it probably, but we'll eventually get around to looking at it. And then after we look at it, we're going to analyze all of the comps in the neighborhood. And then we're going to send somebody out who's actually analyzed all those things, and they're going to look at the house and do the rest of it. Then we'll figure out if, in fact, we will loan you that amount of money. But what happens if the person who's doing that analysis for the credit union or the bank says, and it, it is a lovely house, and, and by God, you'd probably be pretty happy in there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, you're, 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 no. No, it's it's off by about $100,000. Well, now you're in something of a pickle, are you not? And you've got a couple of options. You go back to the seller and say, look, the bank says it's not worth what you're asking for. it." And I know I said I would pay that, but I don't have that kind of money. So what do you want to do? Seller might say, well, you know, go take a hike because that's what we're, we want for it. They might say, well, we'll come down a little bit. You might say, well, I'm going to sell a kidney so that I can still afford the house. 
but they're all different estimates and all different analyses and all different assessments. And that's exactly what's at play here in the Donald Trump matter in New York. And you, you can put aside all of the caterwauling and all of the agenda-driven garbage that you're hearing from plenty of people. That's what it's all about, and absolutely former President Trump will appeal, as he should. I mean, it's just just the way it is. It is 326, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 35 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and you've been hearing somebody with a far better voice than I have, which I, I get it is not really all that difficult to find. However, uh, that voice has been telling that politics and pints is returning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, November the four, uh, 1st, November the 1st, Beacon Theater and Hopewell. First time we're doing it on the south side. We've heard that for the last couple of years. Remember, we started uh, really uh, almost exclusively in the West End. And last couple of ones have been up here where, well, we're good people in Hanover. But, uh, you know, we're going to go south of the river. I am preparing already. I mean, I know it's more than a month away, but I got to get my passport up to date. Uh, I got to get that special vehicle permit. Uh, you know, to go south of the river. But there it is in Hopewell of the Beacon Theater. It'll be November the 1st. Uh, it's me. It's John. It's our resident liberal. And there might be a surprise or two as well. So that that's all I can tell you. My understanding is as we speak, our uh, ever-efficient crew is ramping up whatever they need to ramp up to get the ticket sales underway. And I promise you, promise you, that as soon as they are available for purchase, I will let you know. But put that date down at the very least. November the 1st, it is in Hopewell of the Beacon Theater. Not sure what we're going to do with the show that day. We'll probably have to uh, pre-record a couple of uh, things because, quite frankly, it's going to take me well, easily hour, hour and 20 minutes to get down there. And, you know, and i got to get all prettied up before I go, so... The debate. Oh, yeah, that is tonight. No, you're right. It is tonight. And uh, for the life of me, without looking at at one of my screens here, I don't know who the heck is going to be on stage. So, look, I'm going to, I'm honest to goodness, I'm going to look it up. uh, Debate tonight. All right. Let's let's, let's see what they're saying. The latest on the debate, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. What time? I don't even know what time it is. Nine o'clock? I guess it's nine o'clock. Um, Yeah, because it's the same time as what I will be watching, which is Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson. Uh, The governor of North Dakota will be on the debate stage tonight. Doug somebody. All right. I'm not going to clear out brain cells to remember that one. Uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy is going to be there, which is it's almost like having Donald Trump there because, you know, that's that, that, really I, if, if we want to be honest, come on, just between us. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is out there essentially saying everything that uh, former President Trump is saying. And it keeps it, again. I think it's brilliant. I really do. Former President Trump has said, hey, I'm too big for this nonsense. No reason for me to be up there with all of these people. None of them are going to be the nominee. None of them are going to be president. Now, some of them might wind up in my cabinet, which is cool. But I'm I'm not going to elevate them by showing up to this debate. I got other stuff to do. 
but you still want your opinions, your positions, etc., to be heard, right? There, I mean, there might be somebody who still has not quite figured out which way they're going to go. So that being the case, make no mistake, you you want somebody saying the things that you would say. And I, I do believe that's Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he's, uh, for the most part, saying the stuff that needs to be said on behalf of former President Trump. Mike Pence is going to be there. Former Vice President. Look, I love Mike Pence. You know that. Uh, Mike Pence and I were little baby talk show hosts a thousand years ago in Indianapolis. And I absolutely think the world of Mike Pence. Uh, but I, if you would have talked to me 30 years ago when we were both breaking into talk radio, I would have said, you know, that guy's going to be president someday. I would not say that today. Tim Scott, senator from South Carolina. I love Tim Scott. And I do think that Tim Scott might be president someday, but I don't think today. Chris Christie, I don't know what the hell's happened to him. I really don't. I mean, he's always had sort of a buffoonish nature. But man, he's just, I think he's fallen into that whole, um, uh, you know, the whole John McCain thing, right? Where John McCain was like, well, I mean, I'm a Republican, but I'm not really a conservative, and, and I really want to go to all the, the good parties in D.C., so I don't mind going on all the proper left-wing talking head shows and beating up on Republicans, so long as I get invited to the parties. And I think that's where Chris Christie is. He wants to get invited to all the parties. So that's why he's doing this. Again, that Doug uh, Burgum, governor of North Dakota. You know how many people live in North Dakota? 19. And one of them is moving to South Dakota. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, former governor of Arkansas, a former DEA administrator. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. And you know what else? He will soon be a former candidate for the Republican nomination. Uh, let's see. Will her? Oh, no, he's not going to be there. Okay, I'm, I, I can only look at those who are going to be on the debate stage. Oh, Hutchinson is not going to be on the debate stage. So who else is going to be there? Uh, Nikki Haley. Former governor of South Carolina, former ambassador in President Trump's last administration. I like Nikki Haley. Man, I really, really do. Uh, could she be president someday? Yes. 
I believe she could. Might she be Donald Trump's running mate for vice as vice president? I think that's also a real possibility. Ron DeSantis. Now, this is the one that is causing so much agita for so many people. There were a lot of people who said, Ron DeSantis gives you all of the Trump policies with none of the Trump tweets. He's the guy. And his campaign has just not done it. He just, it really hasn't. And I'm pained by that because, as you know, I love Ron DeSantis. Absolutely think he's one of the best governors in America. He's an incredible guy. He's a real conservative. He's a real... Uh, but I just, man, I again, I don't think this is the time. And I don't know if there will be another time. When you take a look at some of the uh, the candidates, with the exception of Pat Paulson, who ran for president every four years for, what, 40 years? Something like that? 60 years? You kind of get one bite of the apple on this one. And if it doesn't work out, you go back to your day job. Now, if your day job is governor of Florida, it's not a bad deal, particularly since you just got rehired about a year ago. So Ron DeSantis has another three years in the sun. Might he step up and run for a Senate seat? Well, he'd have to run against Rick Scott, who's a fellow Republican. I don't know. I don't know. I still think Ron DeSantis is saying the right things. But I don't think anybody's paying attention at this point. Well, maybe not anybody, but I don't think there are a lot of people paying attention. And good, bad, or indifferent, as I find that I am uh, more and more frustrated by a lot of politics, I don't think I'm paying all that much attention. Joe Biden got his uh, latest booster shot for COVID. So that's that's what, 90, 95 booster shots at this point? I don't know how I can't keep track of them. I really can't. I just can't. I went out and I got the, what was it, the vaccine when it first came out, right? Moderna. And then there was a booster shot. And I thought, okay, well, this 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 seems, for me, after discussing it with my doctor, this seems to be the right decision for me. I didn't tell anybody else to get it. I didn't tell anybody else not to get it. That is your choice, man. But I don't know how many of these boosters have to come out. And they keep changing. Like, they keep moving the goalposts. Well, it is a booster. It's not a booster. It is a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It's, it's you know, it's a floor wax. It's a dessert topping. Whatever it is, just stand in line and get it. No. But Joe Biden got his latest booster, allegedly. Now, here's why I say allegedly. Unlike the rest of us who conduct medical things in the uh, privacy of our doctor's office right i mean it, it, seriously if you've got uh you, you got jock itch you're not getting on uh, television going hey, hey come here let, let me tell you about this i mean you shouldn't anyway but joe biden has made this big production when he's gotten his vaccine and his booster shot and his uh, you know his, his participation trophy and then the ribbon for showing up he's done it all publicly but he got the latest booster, if, in fact, he got the latest booster behind closed doors. Take a listen to cut number one. Why did the White House choose to have uh, the president take his, his latest COVID booster out of public view? Uh, isn't this a time when 
you know, given the promotion of boosters and how important they are that the public might want to see the president have? Yeah, so I think you all saw the pre uh, the physician's memo, his report uh, on Saturday. Uh, so certainly if you haven't, you should uh, take a look at it. Uh, so the president got uh, his vaccination. As you know, he has an incredibly busy schedule. He's got He got his vaccination as, as uh, the earliest moment that he could. The White House has made it very clear that it's on Republicans to avoid the government shutdown, not on the White House, but our latest polling shows that a higher percentage of Americans would actually blame the shutdown on the president and the Democrats, not on Republicans. Why do you think that is? And should the president be out there speaking more on this issue? We're going to be very clear. This is this is this will be a Republican shutdown. A strike could have potentially huge impacts for the economy. According to NBC News polling, 37 percent of registered voters just 37% proof of the president's handling of the economy. He's at a 56% disapproval, the highest of his presidency. And 74% of registered voters say they have major or moderate concerns about the president's age and mental fitness. How troubling is that? Here's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on exactly what you just asked me, right? The first question, which is how do we uh, how do we continue to support um, uh, the workers, right? We're not going to get into the litigation of uh, of the negotiations here, but what we're going to do is continue to show uh, how much this president is working for American families. Oh, did did we move on from the he got a booster, didn't get a booster? Well, we'll just, we'll just pretend there are other questions. Oh, didn't you see the memo? The, the, the physician wrote a memo. The, the earliest time that Joe Biden could get it, he got it. Now, you and I may have difficulty getting an appointment with a doctor sometimes. Guarantee you, if the president says, oh, I need to get the booster. I want to get the booster. Can I have a booster seat? Whatever it is, they jump and they get it for him. Well, here's a, look, here's a receipt from urgent care, Jeff. He was in there and and they examined. I just don't buy it. I really don't. I just don't buy it. I, I, I really do feel like I've been played left, right, and center, although mostly left. And I, I, I just, for the life of me, I just can't uh, figure that out. By the way, there's a, a little detail on that whole Donald Trump thing. You know, the whole case out in your, oh, terrible thing, overinflated, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you the, the, the tiny little detail that, of course, those news outlets running with that story are not sharing with you. And it absolutely is vital. And it's something that this judge looked at, but apparently the judge looked at and said, yeah, I don't care. Facts be damned. We'll do that uh, in just one moment. And don't forget, Donald Trump will also be on TV tonight. Donald Trump is going to be with the members of the United Auto Workers Union. Oh, well, he's just following Joe Biden. No, just the opposite. Opposite. Former President Trump announced he was going to be in Michigan to stand with the auto workers a couple of weeks ago, he said this, right? Two weeks ago. Then the White House said, oh, man, we got to do something, but we don't know what to do because we created the problem. So do you know how long Joe Biden was actually out there, quote, on the picket line? Twelve minutes. Just enough time for some photo ops, couple of sound bites, and then do you know where he went aboard Air Force One? He went to another fundraiser. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Three fifty four. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is uh, Wednesday. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, buddy down in. Uh, 
Hopewell says, Jeff, we're coming. We're coming to the Beacon Theater, man. We are uh, we're in City Point. Now, that's a nice part of Hopewell. That's a really nice part of Hopewell. You know, boats, water, right? River. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, they'll be there at the Beacon Theater on November the 1st. Politics and Pines. First time we have uh, been on the south side. It's crazy to think about that. I will tell you, even though nobody listens to us, uh, John Reed and I have been telling people, you know, much higher up than us for how long have we been doing politics and binds? Four years? Three years? Hey, we got to get south of the rivers and we got to go south. Anyway, well, finally, somebody's listening and we're doing it. November the 1st, we'll be at the Beacon Theater. My buddy Parrish says, Jeff, I can give you a special exemption to come south. All right. I appreciate that. I will. And I will do it. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a, uh, a good, good time I-, I told you there was one little detail that has completely and totally been lost in this whole discussion of the donald trump case donald trump repaid all of the bank loans every single solitary cent that was borrowed from the banks was paid back with interest Generally speaking, when you see any sort of matter involving somebody, quote, lying on a form, it's because it didn't work out. This dispute between estimates and assessments and values happens every single day. And as Donald Trump pointed out, I think it was on Newsmax today, every dollar. Every cent got paid back with interest. Make sure you're listening to my buddy John Reed tomorrow starting at 6 a.m., would you? It is 357 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Four oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Yes, indeed. Wednesday afternoon. Lots that you and I are uh, dealing with as we head through the afternoon. I have a detail that I have to share with you. Uh, I was alluding to politics and pints. I said, I've been doing a few, couple of years, few years, three years, twice, I don't know, however long it's been. And for the first time ever, November the first, we are actually headed south. South. We're going to be down in Hopewell at that uh, beautiful uh, historic Beacon Theater. It's November the 1st, as I say. Uh, the tickets are not on sale yet. I don't know exactly when they will go on sale. I would have thought they would have been on sale, but they're not on sale yet. But 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 please, please put that date uh, on your calendar, okay? November the 1st. And you know what happens each time we've done this. The VIP package which includes a whole slew of stuff and i think it's going to be even better this time those always just sell out by the time we finish talking about them so so please make sure you uh, you get your tickets but anyway uh, uh jeremy who is uh, as you know the uh executive producer of the show not the chief executive officer of jeff katz enterprises that remains pixie but uh, he's the executive producer of this here little show he said actually the very first politics and pints occurred on october the 18th 2018 wow so this is going to be like the five-year anniversary of politics and pints well that's pretty cool 
Pretty cool. Will we be doing anything special for that? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I really don't. Nobody, no, nobody asks. Nobody tells. So when I get a memo, I'll let you know. But it, it'll be cool for us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of other things that we're going to uh, be handling as we head through the next couple of moments. Let me let me share with you just a few stories that have come across my tablet. And I'm thinking, does anybody notice these things? Target. Remember Target? Now, there was a time that uh, I, I liked Target. I still think that there's some really good stuff there. But, man, some of the things they have done through the years as a company have just put me off so much that I don't think we do a lot of shopping at uh, Target these days. But I don't wish any... Uh, ill will upon any of the people who work there but target's about to close nine more stores why why is target about to close nine stores in four states because of crime because of crime oregon seattle san francisco and new york are the locations where those stores will close. What do Oregon, Washington State, New York, and California have in common? What do the cities of New York, San Francisco, Seattle, and Portland have in common? Each and every one of those locales was calling to defund the police. Each and every one of those locations served as a home base for the thugs, for the rioters, for the looters, for the criminals of Antifa and BLM, Black Lives Matter. And now, just fast forward a couple of years, as the city mothers and fathers and whatever in new york and san francisco and portland and seattle each of those places had leaders who stood up and said uh, we are not going to support the police we are going to defund the police in fact remember the phrase that these folks came up with reimagine public safety well apparently when you reimagine public safety stuff gets really really dangerous that's what the reimagining is Crime running rampant, violent attacks on employees, and organized retail theft rings. Well, these folks have reimagined themselves right out of business. Nine stores, few hundred people will lose their jobs. And you also know what's hap- going to happen afterwards, right? Target is going to be accused of racism and bigotry. As an example, the Target store in New York City that's closing is in an area that is, quote, heavily Hispanic. And it is allegedly in an area where healthy food options are not readily available. And as Target closes, you know what's going to happen. Yep. 
Target will be accused of turning their back on the poor Hispanic population of that neighborhood. But wait, there's more. San Francisco. One of the stores that's going to close there is at 13th and Folsom. I don't know if you've spent any time in San Francisco. Of course, many years ago, uh, I worked in San Francisco, was on the air in San Francisco, and I know exactly where it is. That area has become part of the giant homeless encampment in San Francisco. Under this uh, busy overpass, there are all sorts of homeless people living in tents, in lean-tos, in makeshift structures, some of them just out in the open. So what's going to happen when that closes? Well, those people are going to have to steal from other stores. Seattle, one of those stores that's scheduled to close, that's, uh, well, that's right near the University of Washington, which, as you know, had students who were very active, very vocal, very passionate supporters of Antifa and Black Lives Matter. The CEO at Target is standing up and saying, hey, listen, I really don't want to close the stores. But we are going to lose half a billion dollars. And then when we start adding in additional property crimes and thefts, we're going to lose as a result of all this criminal activity more than one billion dollars. Violent incidents at uh, Target stores have increased by 120%. And they will no longer tolerate it. Target, as you know, also lost a boatload of money because of their, uh, I don't know, bizarre LGBT. Q, X, O, B, G, Y, N, M, O, U, S, E. I don't know. I, I can't keep up with the letters. But you remember that, all this stuff in the store. And it, it peeved everybody. So they were losing money on that. But nine stores, and this is not the end. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't do predictions because if I did predictions, of course, well, tonight's Powerball. Well, I can't predict that I would win it. However, if I do win it, we're done. I mean, I love you too, but I got to billion dollars or whatever i'm out of here um but even though i don't do predictions i would say it would not be unrealistic for people to say bet you they close more stores and i would say you're probably right i'll bet you there will be more stores that are closed i'll bet you and it's a sad thing but it's the reality joe biden spent 12 minutes 12 minutes on the, quote, picket line with the United Auto Workers Union. I got a couple of questions about that. I'll share them with you in a moment. By the way, you can always text me 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Coming up uh, about 45 minutes from now, dear friend of mine, the absolute king of the dean of talk radio in Philadelphia, Dom Giordano, bring us up to speed on some of the rioting and the looting taking place. Up in uh, the city of my birth, former Congressman Dave Brad is going to be here at 535. We'll talk a little bit about Bidenomics and uh, 
Well, uh, should government shut down? I am one of those few hard, fast conservatives saying no. I say figure it out for the next 45 days or so. But it's got to be real. That may be the challenge, right? 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Four twenty, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and uh, a few other things that I, uh, I I just need to share with you. Just a quick reminder about that uh, text line eight three three eight zero four eleven forty eight three three eight zero four eleven forty. You've got a small business. Do you know anybody who has a small business? I hate the phrase small business, though. Local business. Right? I, I think of local businesses, and for me anyway, I can associate human beings with uh, local businesses. Right, um, I'm sending some email as we speak with a buddy of mine, uh, Cole Whitlow, at uh, Richmond Office Interiors. Well, that's a local business, second generation, by the way. Uh, I think, of course, about my, uh, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski, certified auto repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the lakeside section of Henrico. That's a local business. Wendy and John Yeoman, Jake's Place, 511 Thompson Street, Nashland. About a mile or so down from the train tracks, that's a local business. A-plus, A-plus roofing, A-plus windows, that's Billy Kane and his family. I mean, I can go on on the olive oil tap room. Uh, These are local businesses. Why, instead of helping friends, neighbors who have local businesses, why are our tax dollars being sent to Ukraine to support their local businesses? I mean, I really am puzzled. We have sent $25 billion to help Ukrainian businesses. We are quite literally subsidizing Ukrainian businesses while your friends, your neighbors, maybe you, are having the toughest time in decades making it in this world it doesn't make any sense does it i just ah, man it's crazy i've got a little snippet here of uh, house speaker uh, kevin mccarthy you know there's this uh, the big hullabaloo is oh the government's going to shut down okay And it's all the Republicans' fault. Why? Because it's always the Republicans' fault. God, if you haven't figured that out yet, I don't know what to tell you. If something bad or something painted as bad or something perceived as bad happens, I guarantee you the legacy news media hacks say it's the Republicans' fault. Dude, you banged your head against the open window. Somehow, some way, the Republicans are responsible for that. You're not having what you want for dinner tonight. That's Trump's fault. Take a listen to Kevin McCarthy. Cut number five. How much is the fact that if you do cut a deal with Democrats, there could be a vote to push you out? Well, How much I'm is that not, driving your decision-making right nothing now? Nothing drives my decision. If that was driving my decision, wouldn't that driven my decision-making 15 times before? My, but you could have cut a deal with Democrats, and that could be the end of it. Did I votes. cut a deal then? No, it's, it did, I, did I cut a deal then? When? When? When I went 15 rounds. No, I'm talking about right now. Okay, but, but, but let me let me explain something to you. 
I'm no different than I was then or before. My whole focus, what's in my mind, what drives me, is the American people. And right now what I see is a border that's wide open, the fentanyl coming across, killing and poisoning 300 Americans every single day, an administration will do nothing about it. A policy by the administration that keeps energy prices high. That's why we passed a bill to, to lower our cost. I watched this president, foreign policy, pull us out of Afghanistan and now our allies are turning towards China. I've now watched this president have to evacuate five embassies. I watched this president who said he was the union president that now has them striking. I watched this president who was loved by Hollywood, that they're just now finishing a five-month strike. I've watched people have a hard time to survive in this Biden economy because of inflation. So that drives me to solve those problems. I'm not worried if someone makes a motion. I'm not worried if somebody votes no. I'm going to wake up each and every day with the same thing that drives my opinion of what needs to be done, solving these problems, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to work with people who want to get that done. Oh, about that. Okay, well, good. Whatever happens, it's, it's your fault. So here's what I can tell you, and I'm going to say it again, and I know it's got everybody, man, you can't believe he's doing it. Well, here's the reality of it. My dad worked for the federal government for, what, 38 years, 40 years when you talk about military? Never stole a nickel. He, he took pens, though. I'm going to tell you right now. It was like every month. My mom would put uh, all the pens my dad had brought home because he wasn't stealing them. But every day he'd go into the office and he would take another like brand new pen, put it in his pocket and then come home with it and and then take his jacket off. And my mom would take the pen out and put it in a drawer. And then once a month, my dad would go in with a bag full of like 30 pens. So I don't know. He borrowed them. But he worked damn hard. He was gone before I got up in the morning and he didn't come home. Uh, uh, until, gosh, late at night most times, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. He worked really hard. And that, realistically, is what most people who work for the federal government do or work for those providing services or contractors. And if, in fact, you shut down the government, what you're going to do is impact in a terrible way the election underway here in Virginia. I heard Bob Good say, I can't believe that it would impact anybody voting on November the 7th. Well, Bob, remember, people started voting on September the 22nd. You want to take the state Senate back? You want to hold the state house? Man, you cannot shut down the federal government. Do a deal for 45 days. It is 426 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. <laughs> 34. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Wednesday afternoon. I'm going to ask you to put November the 1st on your calendar, whether it's on your phone, like most of us have. Some people still write things down, which I think is great. I don't get marketing with calendars, though. I, I, like, I get these, uh, well, wall calendars. And I. I we never put them up. We haven't put them up in years. And I think of the the companies that have spent money on those things. I'm thinking, wow. You you could have literally just sent me the money and said, hey, we were going to buy calendars for everybody, but everybody's putting stuff on the phone. So here, here's five bucks. 
come and visit our business. That would have been far more effective than mailing me a calendar. And the worst parts are when the charities send out the calendars. I hate the gimmicky charity fundraising. I just do. You have a good organization. You're doing good work. You want me to support you. Tell me about it. And and you know what? I am inclined to help out. You know that. How long have you been with this program? How many uh, local charities, whether it's the, uh, the Family Foundation, Fatherhood Foundation, right? used to be the Relationship Foundation, but the Fatherhood Foundation of Virginia, I'm there. Friendship Circle, I'm there. I do as much as I possibly can, and, and then I feel like I just haven't done enough. But I, I, I help as much as I can, I promise you. Boys to Men down in Chesterfield, they just had a big event. I swung. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. By there, uh, on my way to uh, spend the day with, with Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. And uh, between Rosh Hashanah, which is the head of the new year, and it's interesting because it's not actually the first of the year, but it's a long story. My people have got such crazy ways of doing some stuff. But anyway, I digress. So between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, 10 days were called the Days of Awe. And what you do is you spend a lot of time doing a lot of praying. Nothing wrong with that ever. And doing a lot of reassessment. I got news for you. Nothing wrong with that. Continual reassessment. Some of us do it. Some people don't. Some people are stuck in old-fashioned ways of, hey, I'm going to yell at people terrible terrible way to be a manager or a leader but you can't change them some people are sending out paper calendars because that's what they've always done and you say but hmm, not going to change some people say hey i got a job 
I'm here from 9 to 5. That's what I'm going to do. It's what I've always done. I'm never going to do anything else. Okay, some people are very happy like that. Some people look to further themselves. Anyway, those 10 days are just all about re-examining things, looking back on things, and then thinking about the future. So I had the chance while I was in the midst of uh, all of that to uh, to swing by the uh, Boys to Men event in Chesterfield. Brander Mill Country Club. They had a... They have 144 people turn out for that golf tournament. Great, great event. Just unbelievable. My buddy Dave Bodman told me about it. Dave over at uh, Companion Extraordinaire. Just a solid guy. Really is. Anyway. All right. I have to share with you a big story that somehow I, I don't know how, but I, I just haven't shared before. And that's on me. The mayor of the city of Dallas has switched to the Republican Party. Now, you may or may not see that as a big deal. Dallas, Texas is a giant city, right? Last count, what? Two million people? Like Philadelphia used to be. About two million people. And Dallas has always been, like most big cities, Democrat. The there, there were always jokes in Texas about the D in Dallas stood for Democrat. Well, I got news for you. The mayor, Eric Johnson, young man, elected in 2019, has now stood up and said no. He has joined the Republican Party. He said America's cities need Republicans and I'm becoming one. He says he is leaving the Democrat Party because, quote, the future of America's great urban centers depends on the willingness of the nation's mayors to champion law and order and practice fiscal conservatism. Wow. Our cities desperately need the genuine commitment to these principles, as opposed to the inconsistent, poll-driven commitment of many Democrats that has long been a a defining characteristic of the GOP. In other words... American cities need Republicans, and Republicans need American cities. You have no idea the amount of guts it takes for a young black man, the mayor of the city of Dallas, reelected, by the way, with absolutely no opposition, to say, I'm taken a different political tact now what makes mayor johnson of dallas different he never once signed on to the defund police crap he never once said oh yeah 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 we got to turn the bad guys into the heroes and the heroes into the bad guys in fact mayor johnson has been a vocal supporter of law enforcement and you know what he's done He's reached out to police officers in Austin, Texas, who are leaving in droves. Why? Well, because the city of Austin is woke. Woke beyond belief. And they are about attacking police. And so everybody who can is retiring or just quitting. And the mayor in Dallas said, come on down, guys. You got a big home here in the Big D. I'm I'm looking for big things from him, but I I I just wanted to share it with you. You know, I post everything over at uh, the Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. If you if you're not following it, just 
follow it, and then you'll see all this stuff. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. And what's weird is that sometimes I post stuff, and then I, I forget to talk about it. So I, I was going through some stuff, and I went, oh, my God, I never, never talked about this. It's an important story. It really is. It's a big story. And it, it just reminds me of the fact that sometimes these party labels are, you know. Uh, hey, Jeff, did you hear about the 95-year-old 95, 95 Korean veteran who had to vacate his home in New York so the criminal illegals could move in? Eric Adams can whine all he wants. He can also go to hell. It's Mike and Bottoms Bridge. Uh, 833-804-1140. That's the text line, 833-804-1140. Jeff, uh, regarding the government shutdown, Chuck U. Schumer says the GOP won't be bipartisan, but that means caving to them. When, oh, when will McCarthy point that out and throw the blame on them? Karen in North Chesterfield. Karen, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Doesn't matter whether he does or he doesn't. Because the legacy news media hacks will report that it is the Republicans' fault. Kevin McCarthy could walk across the reflecting pole in D.C., walk right across the water, and the the report would be McCarthy can't swim. Jeff, the absolute unmitigated gall of this administration to shuffle out your favorite presidential meat puppet, Joe Biden, to walk the picket line at the uh, UAW strike and call it historic is beyond any human comprehension. The only thing historic about Joe Biden's administration is how quickly they've been able to bring this country to the edge of total destruction. 843 says, Jeff, shut it down, shut it down, please, dear God, shut it down. Uh, 804, Mike says, Jeff, based on historical ties, I think Joe Biden has a personal interest in Ukraine. Oh, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Uh, Farmer John says, Jeff, you guys need to replace Howard Gutless. No, Howard Gutman will be there. Howard, I, I think Howard's a masochist. I really do. I mean, I don't want to know anything else about his personal life. Believe me when I tell you that. But I, I just, I think he likes it. So he will absolutely be part of Politics and Pints, November the 1st, the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. Someone else saying, Jeff, you better remember the Beacon is haunted. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, what Democrats mean by bipartisanship is when Republicans agree with them. That's what Gene in Newport News says. That's true. Michael in 757 says, Jeff, instead of appearing for a campaign photo op, maybe Joe Biden should just visit a supermarket. Hear what uh, regular people, average shoppers, think of his economic policies. I guess that would be too much of a reality check. Yeah, you know, I wonder with him, would he even know? Right? I mean, he's so far out of it. It's so clear that uh, there's not too many synapses firing at this point. 804, Jeff, Joe Biden didn't get a covid booster he got a saline shot he's not fooling anyone uh jim in mechanicsville says jeff my wife and i voted at hanover courthouse today very quick and easy nice folks too we need to adapt and modify our thought process regarding voting we need to vote early so that we don't get overwhelmed and lose by a couple of hundred votes we love you jeff jim in mechanicsville thank you jim we love you too Uh, he's right by the way absolutely right there's a reason that Governor Yunkin is talking about voting early. Secure your vote, all that other good stuff. Um, 
we we still want to think that there's one election day. There's not. There are 45 of them. And if you really think you're going to win, you got to play every single moment that the game is on. Jeff, by the way, Donald Trump made all of his payments on his bank loans, which made his banks millions of dollars. That's uh, Ronnie and Disputana. Thank you, Ronnie. Jeff, I'm with you about watching the debates. I'm not going to do it. I'll be watching Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm, that'd, that'd be good. That'll be okay. And finally, how many billions of dollars did Joe Biden pay to get the soldier released from North Korea? Well, we'll find out. Nah, you know what? We'll probably will never find out. But I would be willing to bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sure some uh, consideration was offered. Some tribute was paid. It is 445 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Have you reached out to uh, Better Floors yet? Well, if you haven't, can I suggest to you, you pop into their showroom, 2601 Buford Road. It's right there in the heart of Bon Air. And you just take a look at everything that they've got there. Remember, it's a family operation. In fact, it's a second generation family operation. More than 40 years they've been helping out Central Virginia. You know how we have raved about the flooring here and then now well we're exploring options for the lower level as well we absolutely have uh, loved working with tracy and joe holly and joy the the whole team over there at better floors i i, I know you're going to enjoy the experience and i know that you can get anything that you want whether it's lvp like we got or or hardwood or ceramic or carpet they've got it all and they've got the people to install it right you really are going to love working with them 2601 buford road in bonaire you can call them at 804-378-1405 check them out online betterfloorsinc.com betterfloorsinc.com i'm telling you i would absolutely watch uh, looney tunes first yeah are you watching the debate tonight? Even I look, John Reed watches all of this stuff. God bless him. I love John. But man, I'm not watching it live. I got so many other things to do. I do. I do. I'm getting ready to clip my toenails. I've got a nose hair I've got to trim. Uh I mean, I got a lot of stuff I gotta do. Belly button lint. You know, there are a lot of personal issues I gotta address. I would rather do those things before I watch the uh debate. But I guess some people will watch it. I'll be tuning into John tomorrow morning at 6 because he said he's going to have a reaction. We'll, we'll hear what it is. Are you in Chesterfield County? Now, let me tell you something. Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police has just come out with their official endorsements. They've endorsed three people. They endorsed Kevin Carroll. Retired Chesterfield County Police Sergeant, who is a member of the Board of Supervisors. Kevin's been with us before, represents the Matoica District, does an excellent job. Carl Leonard, one of America's great sheriffs. Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police endorsed Sheriff Carl Leonard for re-election. Oh, and because they care about law enforcement and public safety and dealing with criminals... They made an endorsement in the race for Commonwealth's attorney. They endorsed Aaron Barr for Commonwealth's attorney. 
Now, it is kind of interesting because the incumbent CA in Chesterfield, Stacy Davenport, is a member of the FOP. Let that sink in for a second. She has wrought such utter devastation. She has wreaked havoc. She has done such terrible damage to the Commonwealth Attorney's Office in Chesterfield County that even her fellow Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police members are endorsing her opponent. Now that speaks volumes. Volumes. Aaron Barr said, and I quote, This endorsement underscores my commitment to working collaboratively with law enforcement and ensuring that justice is served for all residents of Chesterfield County. I have said this before. I don't live in Chesterfield County, and I don't have a vote. But I'll tell you right now, as I read the endorsements, it's the way I would vote. It's exactly how I would vote. I know that Carl Leonard is acknowledged, I was going to say around the country, but that's not true, around the world. The things that he has done inside the Chesterfield County Jail, the programs that he has created, he doesn't want anybody staying. He doesn't want anybody to visit him again. He's got all sorts of opportunities for people to better themselves who are guests of the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office. You know who else he he bends over backwards to help? The deputies with the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office. So I'm not surprised that Carl Leonard picks up that endorsement. Kevin Carroll has devoted himself. I mean, listen, you know he started out in New England, right? He's a Providence, Rhode Island guy, but he got here as quickly as he could. And he devoted decades to service as a police officer in Chesterfield County and now is a member of the Board of Soups for the Metolica District. So I'm not surprised that the Chesterfield FOP endorsed him. But man, oh man. Stacy Davenport is a member of the Chesterfield FOP. And she did not get the endorsement of the FOP. Why? Because they really know her. They know what she's about. They know what she has done inside the CA's office. And they endorsed her opponent, Aaron Barr. Now, I know there's some of the political types that have told me, well, you know, Aaron Barr is an independent or she's a Democrat or she's not. I, I, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I do know, but I still don't care. The the attacks launched from that CA in Chesterfield against law enforcement are absolutely abhorrent. And so it probably is no surprise. Well, maybe it is a surprise that the FOP said, no, we're not endorsing her. So there you have it. Chesterfield County Fraternal Order of Police endorsing Aaron Barr for Commonwealth's attorney. You, you take it any way that you want to. You vote any way that you want to. But I think that's a vital, vital vital piece of information coming up at 505 dear friend of mine uh, from philadelphia dom giordano the dean of philadelphia talk radio is going to update us on the rioting and the looting in philadelphia oh my it's 457 jeff katz news radio wrva
506 Jeff Katz News Radio WRBA. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and uh, we're getting uh, my buddy uh, Dom Giordano lined up here. He's had a couple of uh, little tiny, uh, teeny, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them? Technical difficulties. So, um, I, I I just sent the message. I just sent the message. Jeremy has been dialing frantically, and uh, yes, Dom is going to be calling you momentarily, and there you have it. All right, so we'll chat with uh, my buddy Dom Giordano in just a moment. Dom, uh, for those who have not heard him on the program before and have not had the opportunity to travel through uh, Philadelphia, uh, Dom is the dean of talk radio in philadelphia he's been doing it in philly for uh gosh i don't know 20 years gotta be and just one of the best guys oh wait a minute now you got the wrong number hold on oh my god all right Uh, well you're you're getting to hear live radio i'm sorry live radio hold on hold on hold on there we go. There we go. Find it. Okay. There we go. Uh, that is the number. I'm, I'm talking to myself as if I'm talking to Dom as I am texting Dom. But, uh, yes, Jeremy, Dom will be calling you. And then we will get the update. That <laughs> happens. What are you going to do? Uh, we'll get the update. You heard a little uh, mention of it in the uh, the news there, ABC News. Yeah. Uh, so, eh, a little bit of looting, eh, a little bit of rioting. You know, what are you going to do? But the reality is we have cities now that are just flat-out lawless. And Philadelphia, unfortunately, the city of my birth, is one of them. I've thought throughout the years, Heidi and I have thought, well, you know, maybe we'll go back to Philadelphia because we were there for a while. And it's like, no, I, I, I no. I, I just have been so thoroughly disappointed, so amazing disappointed in in what has happened to the city can we turn off that microphone please in the newsroom thank you uh that i just i I am absolutely flummoxed by what happens in philadelphia and so that's what's going on right now and i thought you know there's just no better way even though it was just Dom Giordano Day down the shore. He's back working hard, as he always is, because it's always Dom time in Philadelphia. My uh, my dear friend, Dom Giordano. Dom, good afternoon, sir. Well, good afternoon, Jeff. Thank you very much. Yeah, we had Kelsey Grammer with us at the shore this last Friday. Just a tremendous guy for a whole hour uh, there at our summer White House. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it was, uh, now it was Dom Giordano Day. Where was it? North Wildwood? Uh, Wildwood, yeah, Wildwood, uh, the mayor of Wildwood instituted a few years ago, and there's a bar there, Mulligan's, that then uh, started to host it. We had a Kelsey Grammer this year because he has a beer. How was the beer, by the way? Excellent. Uh, I am not a huge beer drink. Ale is not my thing, but uh, (laughs) everybody else that was, I don't know if you are, (laughs) forgot. I'm more of a wine drinker, but uh, he was excellent, and... uh, you know, we had to dance around the writer's strike, so you couldn't talk too much with those pesky writers. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, haven't, I haven't been in Philadelphia for a while, so I, I didn't realize that we had already entered looting season in Philadelphia. You know, here I was just winding up summer. What the heck's going on up there? 
Well, it's uh, Krasner-related, and you probably have told your listeners, Jeff, that uh, Larry Krasner is one of these Soros-backed attorneys. I guess there's a dozen to 15 of them across the country. For my money, because I study him, because I've gotten him impeached and I'm working on getting him removed, he is the cream of the crop, though. He Nothing stops this guy. And what happened here is we had a police shooting in Kensington, which I think the whole world knows how dangerous it is how drug-ridden it is, and a Philadelphia judge dismissed the charges uh, yesterday uh, against the cop. Okay. And just stunningly. Now, what Krasner did, Jeff, is he overcharged the cop. Mm -hmm. I've looked at the tape pretty clearly. The cop cop that was with him yelled, gun. It was a knife, it turned out, and the cop discharged five or six shots. And you could say maybe he acted uh, not according to police protocol totally, mm-hmm. but to charge him with premeditated murder, he overcharged tremendously. That's what he does to cops. The Philadelphia judge who ran as an independent dismissed all charges at the preliminary hearing. That's how bad it was. Wow. And as a result of that, uh, a peaceful march started. And then, of course, people using the opportunity of that mm-hmm. to ravage not only downtown Philadelphia, but the former Golden Mile that you know, Cotman yeah. and Castor and places like that, uh, oh. were dragged into this. And there were a lot of um, interesting developments here. One, we have a new police chief acting. Uh-huh. The previous uh, female outlaw made national news as the rank incompetent. This guy actually enforced the law. And we actually saw the arrest of a big-time influencer who goes by the name Meatball. Okay. And apparently is on all kinds of uh, different porn sites, too, (laughs) following and egging on the rioting. And then she got arrested in a state store, liquor store. We have a state store system in Pennsylvania because she allegedly had a bottle of champagne or something. But imagine live influencing from one end of the city to the other. The rioters. Unbelievable. All right, so so uh, tell me about the new police commissioner. You said uh, acting. Is he up from the ranks or is he from outside the agency? Yeah, he's up from the ranks. His name is Stanford. Okay. And it was very clear, Jeff, that he was out there in the center of this. He had every high-ranking deputy out there. The previous commissioner uh, never appeared in anything like this, and, and the police were led by you know, a sergeant or something like this. And he distinguished clearly what was going to happen between those who are peaceful protesters and those who are what he called opportunists. And uh, on Twitter, you can see at uh, uh, Lululemon, a store on (laughs) Walnut Street, fancy (laughs) store, cops actually tackling some of these riders, something Philadelphia police have not done in quite a while, bicycle cops. Yeah. And actually arresting a great number of them. It's believed that Krasner will maybe fine them $25 and dismiss them. Yeah. But the police get it. We're going to have a new mayor. We have a new, poli- a new police commissioner. And the idea is they got to keep on arresting people, violating the law yep. to try to turn up the heat more on Krasner. Okay. Uh, if you don't arrest them, if you give up, then this guy will run even more amok. I know of no one like, I'm not in San Francisco or these other places. Right. This guy, though, has won, it was in a documentary that won a Peabody. 
among other things. He is the worst, I believe, of the Soros district attorneys. Wow. And, and that's saying something. I mean, we, I, I'll tell you what, Tom, uh, here in central Virginia, believe it or not, uh, we've got a couple, we call them Commonwealth's attorneys here as opposed to district attorneys, but, you know, uh, local prosecutors. We got a, we got a number of them here in Virginia and in central Virginia who will side with criminals over cops like you wouldn't believe. It, it's absolutely horrible. And, you know, somewhere along the line, they've got the Soros money, just like uh, Krasner does up there. Now, you mentioned uh, some of the stores that uh, were subject to the looting, and, and you also, I, this cannot be true, that uh, my beloved Oxford Circle uh, was also subject to some of the uh, terrible behavior? Yeah, they've extended the map. Uh, the Roosevelt Mall was one. 18 no. liquor stores, the state-run <sighs> liquor stores, uh, were hit. A Cure Leaf, which is a medical marijuana uh, store was hit. They stole seven cars. And the interesting thing, Jeff, to see the difference between I've made today between private business versus a state-run liquor store, the state agency closed down all the liquor stores in Philadelphia today just to take inventory rather than saying, all right, we're still open for business, even right. though 18 of them were hit. If you were in private business, you couldn't sacrifice a day. You would be pushing people towards your other stores. That's, sure. that's the mentality. It's another object lesson in all this. But wow. the good news in Philadelphia is we have a Philadelphia judge dismissing these charges on this cop in Toto yep. because they had um, at trial, at the preliminary hearing, they had more compelling video and she thought this was wildly overcharging. They were going to put this cop away for life, mm. potentially. So the, the pattern of, uh, of uh, Krasner, more than any of these guys, I think, yeah. is that if you're a cop, he has gone after one cop now for four years. This has been a back and forth all the way up to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Wow. He will do that, yet he dismisses just about everything else. He put out a memo. If you steal under $1,000, it's only a summary offense. They just write you a ticket, maybe, as far as shoplifting. I know with my listeners, the homicide stuff, after a while, you become inured to it. But when you can blatantly see Wawa's and Target's and all these others close up and leave Philadelphia, because they're not allowed to do anything. They're scared to death to tackle somebody, Mm -hmm. and they're taking thousands of dollars of goods on a routine basis. It's it's it is just appalling. I mean, that's that's the that is the quintessential going out of business sale, right? How many how many times did somebody walk out with a thousand dollars worth of stuff before you just say thanks? That's it, we're done. Right. Particularly, the bigger fear is if you tackle them, go after them. Yeah. Krasner's coming after you. Oh, I uh, saw so some of those videos, Dom, from I don't know it was Chestnut or Walnut Street, but uh, some of those bike cops, man, and 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 they were. You know, they were cops. They were they were doing what they were called upon to do. And my fear was Krasner would null pros any of those arrests against the bad guys, and the bad guys would lawyer up and wind up with a nice settlement from the city. Uh, still could happen. I won't say it's a complete change of day here in Philadelphia. It's quite a battle. But even a small thing like that last night, Jeff, gives people hope to uh, fight on. I did uh, the mayoral debates. Democrats came on talk radio, which is shocking. Mm-hmm. And these are hardy, 
savvy politicians through the mill, smart, some of them. And I could tell how uncomfortable they were when it came to Krasner. Everything else they had an answer for. They would push back on each other. When it comes to him, they know deep down what it's going to take to deal with him. It's going to take just an all-out back and forth. That's how this guy is remarkably good at destroying the city. Jeez, that's incredible. Well, uh, Dom, I, I appreciate the update. Uh, for folks who uh, want to take a listen to you, uh, updates on what's happening in Philadelphia, because that sort of violence is coming everywhere. WPHT is your station, as I said. I, I said in your intro, I say it again. Uh, the absolute dean of talk radio in Philadelphia, the king of talk radio in Philadelphia. And I, I just appreciate you making time for uh, for an old buddy. Oh, anytime, anytime. Anybody that can be uh, doing what you're doing and so spectacularly there, and even into pro wrestling at times, um, <laughs> we have to make time uh, for you. But, uh, you know, good to know what you said, too, about even in central Virginia. Yeah. doesn't seem possible. That's where this stuff is popping up even in the Montanas of the world and everything else, it's a real menace. It sure is. Dom, thank you for being here, my friend. That is Dom Giordano. There's nobody better than Dom. Uh, I said it's Dom time. That's that's the uh, that's the positioner for Dom always in Philadelphia. It's always Dom time. If it's happening in Philadelphia, let me tell you, Dom knows about it. And that sort of violence, that sort of lawlessness is what you see when you have the Soros prosecutors, when you have prosecutors like we have in Central Virginia right now who are more concerned with criminals than they are with law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 
Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Wednesday. Thanks again to my buddy Dom Giordano. Sorry we had a, uh, a little bit of a uh, telephone snafu at the beginning, but uh, it happens. Uh, great stuff with Dom. And, and if you don't think that can happen here, if you don't think that this lawless nonsense is taking root across America, then you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. You saw it just the other night with Andy No. Andy No, who is a real journalist. I know a lot of people never actually met a real journalist, but Andy No is the real deal. And the Antifa thugs were able to intimidate and threaten not one but two venues in Richmond. and One in Richmond, one in Henrico, one in the city, the Commonwealth Club and one in Henrico, the Weston, into canceling his appearance. Why? How? I'm going to say it again. I've been saying it since Friday. God bless John Reed. God bless John Reed and the Virginia Council for having the uh, testicular fortitude necessary to stand up and say no. Uh Uh-uh. Andy No needs to be heard. We need to know what he has to say. Thank God they were able to get that together. It was an amazing event. It was incredible. It was wonderful. There weren't enough people there. There were never enough people there. How many people were scared off? Unfortunately, I'm sure there were some. Anyway, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., do yourself a favor. Listen to my friend, John Reed. And uh, coming up at uh, 535, just a few moments from now, former Congressman Dave Bratt. Uh, he's been through this, should we or should we not, shut down the federal government. Uh, Dave has a little insight at 535. It's 527, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 535, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and we are, or we are not, going to shut the government down. Why would we do it? Why wouldn't we do it? What's going on? Is is, is it all just sort of a, a dog and pony show? And by the way, just so we're all clear, I've said this uh, since this began to be an issue. Uh, Republicans will be blamed regardless of what happens. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, Somebody who was through that a time or two as a member of Congress, uh, former dean of the business school at Liberty University, former professor up here at uh, Randy Mack, Randolph-Macon College, now the uh, vice provost at Liberty University, is our friend and one of the best of the best, Dave Bratt. Dave, thank you for being here. Hey, Jeff, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always my pleasure to have you here. Now I got to ask you: Should they, or shouldn't they? Should they close the whole thing down, or do we keep it going? What's what, what's really going on? Well, I mean, there was an agreement, you know, six months ago to do a budget in regular order, and the the entire Republican conference voted yes on that. Mm-hmm. So no one wants to shut things down, but the speaker gave his word. The all the Republicans gave their word. And now, of course, they kick the can and pressure, and then they say, "Then the and you know the media is going to come out with their story." The the Republicans are doing a shutdown, and but the main point I want to make is not partisan; it's not Republican Democrat; it's policy. And all the political views are my own. But the Democrats, I haven't heard one Democrat say we're spending too much. So your your kids are going to be fifty trillion dollars in debt in ten years. 
We got a $33 trillion debt now. The interest rate's up to 5%. We can't afford the interest on the debt. Uh, J.P. Morgan, uh, Diamond, all the experts are saying uh, we got a disaster coming now. We've, we've all known this is true. You and I have been talking about it for mm-hmm. 10 years. But now it looks mm-hmm. like the, the wreck is here. Not one Democrat has put in a bill that says we're spending too much. Right. Uh, they haven't asked for a dollar reduction. So then the Republicans have to act like the adults in the room. And then the media says the the Republicans are shutting the government down. Right. Well, of course, there is some pain associated with that, but it's nothing compared to defaulting on the United States debt. Mm-hmm. And so the American people have to know that basic fact. Right. Right. You know, here's here's where I, I think of practicality, Dave. And, and it's, yeah. it, I, I'm going to sound so absolutely I don't know. I, I I am concerned about the huge debt we're leaving to our children. And then there's yep. the part of me saying, you know what? That's already in place. And if these nitwits up there just put together something for 45 days so we get through the freaking election in Virginia so we don't turn everything over to Democrats, then yep. maybe it's worth it. Am I crazy or is there some something there that makes sense? Well, that would be nice, but there's always something like that. Mm-hmm. There, there's always another important countervailing pressure point. Yeah. And we all know a few years back, the same thing happened. It had negative consequences for Virginia. So nobody wants that. Right. But it, who caused this? Yeah. Who caused the shutdown? Mm-hmm. The speaker went up and agreed with the White House budget yeah. that did zero cuts. Right. The Republicans were talking about $17 trillion in cuts out of 50. Mm-hmm. Then we compromised and said, okay, we'll just settle with $4 trillion in cuts. And then McCarthy goes up one-on-one and says no cuts, and the weaponization of government stays in there, and the payments to Ukraine, yep. which has been a slaughterhouse, is still in there. Yep. And so uh, do elections matter? Yes. Uh, but there are other principles in life that matter more than elections. And I'm living proof, and I'm happy with it. <laughs> you know, if you, 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 you either live a virtuous life telling the truth, and if you lose an election, hey, I'm happy with the kids at Liberty. Love it. Loving my life. <laughs> All right, well, it, it, it is a very interesting way to look at it. And I, yeah. gosh, we have such short memories. I had totally forgotten. You're right. Kevin McCarthy went up there. And because I remember being angry six months ago, now that you mention it, yeah. like, well, wait a minute, yeah. we didn't get anything. And right. so that just kicked it down the curb then for, yeah. for six months? That's all that was? Yeah. And, oh. and, and he then said, we're going to do the 12 budget bill. Yeah. And then over the summer in July, they said, we're going to do the 12 budget bill. And, and just so people, uh, this sounds boring, right, what I'm saying. but No, it doesn't. The important thing is the American people get to hear the debate on the yeah. Ukraine war. on the border, on China funding, on all the crazy stuff you don't know about because they never have to debate on C-SPAN and let you know what the government's spending your hard-earned money on. Once you hear, the machine's been doing it this way for 30 years on purpose. They don't want you to find out what they're doing. And I think you're going to find out this time. And when the American people find out, then all of a sudden it's going to be, well, of course we know that. That's a disaster. We never should have been doing that, right? And then the narrative shifts immediately. Yeah.
Yeah. It's stunning. I, right. Oh well, yeah, God. we've all known we're $32 trillion in debt. What are you, stupid? I mean, of course yeah. we knew that. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Dave, yeah. Dave Brad is joining us. I remind everybody, Dave, Dave's opinions are his because he's brilliant. Uh, he's the vice provost out at uh, Liberty University, in case you were wondering yep. where he is. Uh, he's got the uh, 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 Brad Economics on Getter, which is great. Uh let me let me let, let me ask you about uh, a, a couple of other things then Dave you mentioned Ukraine which uh, I think is a, is a complete and total uh, abomination I just cannot believe what we've done I just shared with everybody yeah. here that we have spent we've sent to them 26 billion dollars to to support small business in Ukraine at the same time I got friends and neighbors locally that can't keep their yeah. heads afloat yeah no, I, I, that's what I'm saying, right? And so the average American doesn't know that. The people that pay attention to your show and, and follow real news know that. And that's on top of $200 billion, and that's on top of ten thousands of young Ukrainian uh, young men dead. Uh, for what? Uh, we, we all know that Russia is, is a communist country, right? But right. Mearsheimer told us how we got into this back in 06 and then 08 with Crimea and said, don't mess with a buffer state. Mm-hmm. And so no one knows the history that we poked the Russian bear. Yeah. The Ukrainians could have been rich. They can be a democracy. They can have human rights. But you can't poke the bear and put them in NATO. Otherwise, Russia said it's going to go bad. Right. So what do we do? We poke the bear, the military financial guys poke the bear so they can make money and now we're in war you know it's interesting to to hear talk about the military guys the money guys you know who was on the program not too long ago was bobby kennedy jr and yeah it's really interesting dave we've got folks who you know we wore an r on our jersey or a d on our jersey but man it just keeps coming back to a point where would you agree with me that some of these party labels are becoming less and less relevant? Yeah, no, there's, there's a big political realignment going on with just the common sense uh, American worker, black, brown, blue collar workers. RFK Jr. tells the truth. Yep. And the country knows, right, us old people. <laughs> Camelot, when it came to an end, uh, we went south. And That's when right. Camelot came to an end, there were a lot of lies about the military-industrial complex, the CIA. All those things are coming out now. If people are paying any attention to any of that, RFK's made it very clear. Yeah. RFK Jr., get his book and read Chapter 9 to the end, and your eyes will be wide open and the scales will fall right off. He lays it out with so much courage. That guy is an incredible American hero. He's a liberal. I'm a conservative, yep. but that kind of liberal, I love that kind of a liberal. He's he's an honest man and a great American. Are, are you uh, somewhat disturbed, as, as many of us are, Dave, that here you have uh, someone show up in California, in Los Angeles, uh, to make an attempt on his life? I mean, if this doesn't yeah. resonate yeah. with uh, what happened to his dad, and, and this, this right. White House still says, yeah, yeah, we're, we're no Secret Service protection for him. I mean, it's appalling. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... Uh, I, I can't believe it. Uh, the The left has a lot of moral reckoning to do with itself. Uh, yes. The things they are letting go right now are not pretty. Yeah. And uh, for the younger people out there listening, go watch the interview with Bill Maher and RFK Jr. on Sirhan Sirhan. Yes. And I won't give the punchline away, but wait till you hear what really happened to his dad. Oh. 
uh, from his lips, and uh, it's a shocker. It is a shock. I'll tell you what, I never thought I would be having a discussion with my friend Dave Bratt, and he would be recommending that uh, people watch Bill Maher. But here we are. I mean, there's... Uh... Yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, what you've got to do to get the word out these days. It's a bit of a challenge. It sure is. Hey, I know you're not going to do predictions, unless you're going to give me Powerball tonight, and then I'm going to ask you, do yep. I take the lump sum or do I take the uh, the payments? <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> And I'll endow something at Liberty, I promise. But Good. if you were to do predictions, does the, quote, government shut down or not? Yeah, it's going to shut down uh, for a little bit. They got to get through the bills. And what they might do is get through, you know, 70 percent of the funding, you know, five or six of the huge bills where all the controversy lays and knock that out. Okay. And then the rest of it, you know, they can get together and hammer it out in a few days. And so... The optimistic side says, yeah, it's a shutdown but for a few days, and people are still getting their checks because we're on two-week cycles. So right. no massive harm. Uh, but the harm right now is that the American people do not figure out what their government is doing to them. Uh, we're going to be past the point of no return on, on the economics. And, and, and just look, just start reading the financial stuff, right? It's getting very concerning. Jamie Dimon mm-hmm. says we got a rough road ahead this week. Uh, the CNN, Reuters, Axios all have articles out now that the American people are very upset about the economy. Yep. And, uh, you know, I taught economics for 20 years. I did relearn something. If you've got inflation, say, of 10 and then 10 and then 10, okay. that doesn't mean prices just went up by 10 because inflation stayed at 10. Right. That means prices did go up 30% because you have to add those together. And we've not had any deflation. So when the average American says my meat and my chicken and my eggs are up 24%, it's real because that is what happened. And so you add all the inflation numbers together over the years and prices very rarely go down. They just ratchet up, up, up. And that has not been reported. And that's what the American people are feeling in Axios and Reuters are basically telling the federal government and hinting to the Federal Reserve, you better fix this. Mm-hmm. And, and they're basically telling the Fed what to do politically, right. thinking the Fed will listen to the mainstream media, which is another problem. But uh, it's a fascinating uh, time we're living in. It, it, it sure is. What was the uh, Chinese proverb or curse? You should only live yeah. in interesting yeah, times. We and, do. Man, wow. is it interesting. Hey, Dave, for yeah. folks who want to uh, follow you over on Getter, what's, what's the, uh, the handle over there again? Yeah, just Brat Economics, and there's a ton of good charts there, and they're all, you know, Federal Reserve data, the most famous economists in the country. So just go go study and get smart, and you, you make up your own mind for yourself. It'd be like Socrates, right? Be the wise man. Yes, sir. I love it. Dave, I always appreciate you being here. Have a blessed day, my friend. That is Dave Bratt, uh, truly one of the best of the best. Bratt Economics on Getter. Uh, look, it's the real deal in terms of economics, in terms of charts, and in, in terms of information. And, and I must tell you, if I can understand it, because I'm not a numbers guy, but, but I can understand what's going on. I can see what's coming, and uh, you need to check it out. Brat Economics on Getter. Dave will be with us again, not next week, but the week after. He's here every two weeks. Next week, my buddy Dr. Keith Apple will be here. Love it. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Wednesday evening. I want to thank uh, former Congressman Dave Bratt for being here. Uh, thanks to my buddy Dom Giordano up in Philadelphia. 
sister station, WPHT, great, great station. And Dom is just the uh, the best of the best. Uh, now, tomorrow, I'm not going to be here. And I don't want you to get worried or upset or, or cons- well, you can be concerned if you want, but you don't have to be worried or upset. Uh, I will be uh, uh, in the uh, doctor's office for what is called an ablation. And ablations are, at least in this case, where they burn your nerves. Woohoo! Uh, I know, right? Uh, but that's exactly what it is. You know, a couple of years back, fell at the radio factory and am now permanently, partially disabled. So every few months, I get to go to the uh, orthopedic guru, and uh, he splays me out and uh, does all sorts of stuff and uh, burns away some nerves for a bit, and uh, then I, I get back to the to the real world for a bit. So anyway, so I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Don't don't get all uh, worried about it. Uh, some folks may watch the debate tonight. I, uh, boy, I just I, I don't know. I honest to God, I just I, I don't think I'm going to. I think I'll be uh, switching back and forth between uh, Donald Trump, former president, out in Detroit with the auto workers, and uh, Bill O'Reilly and Tucker Carlson. I think there is some good TV to watch. I just don't think it's the debate. Hey, I got a beautiful letter here I have to share. Allison Henrico says, Jeff, I had the pleasure of meeting Billy Kane today. What an amazing guy. He came to my house to check out my roof stains, and I can't wait to have his crew here to install their product. I love supporting local business. Thank you for the recommendation. Well, Allison, uh, I love recommending Billy Kane and his team at A-plus Roofing and A-plus Windows because they are as honest as the day is long. They are great, great people. You, I promise you, I promise you, you are in very, very good hands. You'll also be in good hands tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. as you're listening to my buddy John Reed. Don't you dare miss it. All right, I want you to have a fantastic evening. God willing, we get the chance to do this all over again starting at 3 on Friday. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRB. And via Going home now to stay. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.